So dubs, hear what I'm saying? I want you to talk to the people, yeah? I want you to make them know what real life is, yeah? It's none of this movie shit. You can't see this shit in the cinema, G. I'm just living my life. You can hate if you want, I'll be sitting outside. With the other mitts on, crystallizing in my arm and scuffing his lungs. So I'm firing the arm, then I'm gone. If you said I'm flying in Ferrari, you're wrong. I'm flying in the entire army, you can't see. But my attire is Versace, you can't see. But the nice fiberglass, G, you won't see. Off the cuff world wide, baby. Good, Ola, man. Taking it from the older generation to the newer generation. You get me? Thank you again. It's like pain is the essence of shit, my nigga. Unknown team, my nigga. Digger D. Let's go. Off the cuff world, big ride, baby. Unknown, digger. I want you to talk to the people, them. I want you to make them know what real life is, yeah? It's none of this movie shit. You can't see this shit. This is my dreams. 54 o'clock and I got bull quickly speaking to my lawyer in a dock and I was so shifty Three points up against the poly and I saw history Hold me in the holding cell, I bust it but they won't dismiss me I said fuck it, I'm a tucker, you don't know the mystery I was locked inside a cuff and now I'm pouring whiskey Circle trips back into the bricks, see I was moving risky Old ways back inside them dingers, flinging like them frisbees As a little you, it started with a spliff or two By the age of 14, I started flipping food Two years down the line, I tried to some use Now I chill and send hits from afar, cause that's what winners do You ain't gonna get paid if it don't hit the news Back in a building. Oh my god. It's all airy in here. No, we're not that bad. It's all <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's uh you know, emptier than usual. Man did this his legs looking for support. Like Yeah, like there's no Where where is she? <laughs> where's she at? Where's she at, bro? Everybody say everyone's just calling it sick these days. Ah, uh, bro, it's that season, you know. No, it is. It is. COVID's back as well. Everyone be, everyone be safe out there. <sighs> it's actually back. I need to... Ah! Yeah, you know what it is? There's a thin line between COVID and the flu at the minute. And the only difference is how long you want off work. <laughs> this is it. Line. Like, nowadays, like, you know, people will have a cold and be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to put anyone at risk. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> the, the call's coming from inside the house. Oh, uh, like mate. Oh mate, yeah, I hear it though. Nah, it's getting like that though because like colleagues, they're dropping off. I don't say it like that. I say they're dropping I, off. I mean, not like that, but yeah. like you know, they're calling in sick, and you know, they're saying, "Ah, oh, this one's got COVID," or like you know, just under the weather. And to be honest, bro, like people don't have the motivation at this time of year. Oh no, come on! This is, I said it maybe like two weeks ago. It's this weird period where we're. Nothing matters between now and Christmas and New Year's. We're just waiting for the end of the year, basically. Bro, because you wake up, it's dark. You finish work, dark. dark. And it's mad okay, cold as well. Dark. dark. Yeah, <laughs> looking at the clothing bank, guys, dark. dark. Yeah, everything's dark. The clothing is very dark. Yeah, I wear black year. a lot anyway, so. Yeah, I don't need an excuse, but you know this mean? time of year, fantastic. Just cutting through, just blending in. The other day, like, I was thinking, right, like, I really got into foes about this Bally situation. Oh, Once so upon a time, and okay. I'm like, mm, I might have to. The wind was just slapping me up, and I was like, you know what? But you're looking at it from a point of view of like, there's a practicality to it. I'm not trying to intimidate anyone. Yeah, when the man was wearing the ballys, it was more like, oh, we can wear face masks, and then people start wearing ballys. And then for certain men, it's wonderful because they're cutting through because that's their life. Other mm. guys, it was a fashion thing. So, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm seeing less and less of them, but every now and then when someone's got like the proper one on, I'm being like, oh shit. I remember, oh yeah, there was a time period when we was wearing face coverings. <laughs> but like, you imagine you come out your block and like, you're going to go check the post and someone walks past you, ballied up. 
The thing is though, if you've got like the Nike, the dry fit one. Yeah, that's more that's more younger generation. Yeah, like I can understand it a little bit. But if you've got like the woolly Yeah, if you've got the old the school burglar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the shotgun, that, that drip, yeah, yeah, yeah. East then I'm like, nah. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm just like obviously where I live, it it makes sense for that to be part of the attire, but at the same time I'm like, hey man, can we Are the babes like in in that side of town, like wearing them out on the roads? No, I haven't seen that. If, I, if there are any babes wearing that, they're not babes that, you know, would even be on my road. I'd be like, yeah, hey. Yeah. You can wear it in the bedroom, but. Oh, that's different, man. That's, that's role play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get sexy. <laughs> but outside, yeah, yeah, that's no. crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah, you need to run. <laughs> run for safety, innit? So. Run for safety when you see it, man. But, you run know. It's 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 that season, bro. Everyone's just tired. Everyone's moving mad. Like it's just one of those things. I feel like you got, you got some hate to get off. Everyone's moving mad. You got something to get off your chest. Nah, just okay. like you know, yeah. like I just know that when people start to wind down, mm. you know, Christmas trees are going up. Decorations are all over the place. Some people had started putting their trees up from November. I'm not mad at them, man. Just get out. Nah, of I'm mad at them. Yeah, Why, out. bruv? You're applying pressure. But if you're one of those people that's very Christmassy, I hear it. Do what you want to do. Or some people like this might be the first Christmas for like a newborn, and they're super that excited. Is true. That is true. Things, so, that is true. You know, do what you want, man. Because when I see when my little one starts seeing like decorations up, like oh, but so and so has got. Do you want to go and live there? Oh, she hitting you with that. The my go and live there then. That's how you know you've been a parent for a while. Now. Back in the day, those things would affect you. Now you don't. I would have ran to get that yeah, tree, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. But now, like, you know, it's up when it's up. Of course, man. But my mum's on it this year. She's like, she's already started decorating. Our parents prepare early, man. Back in the moment, my mum used to buy Christmas presents for Christmas in the January sales. Sales, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll be asking you, like, in November for next year's next Christmas, what do you want for next Christmas? These times, (laughs) (laughs) my plans could change. (laughs) Brav, like, yeah, that's old season. (laughs) Like, mum, come on, man. You know, but nah, at the end of the day, like, it's all fun, isn't it? Like, when the house is all decorated up, it just looks better. Yeah, nice. And, nice. you know, you're fully immersed in the festive period, man. When you drive past, drive past those houses where they've got all the light, it looks like, I would never do it because my electric bill, crazy. But the people, when you see them, have got all the lights out and they've got their garden decorated. Yeah, my one, my, my daughter lives in the suburbs, so, like, you're always going to see... Oh, that one house. That Several houses that yeah. just go OTT. I'm like, rah, boy. Like, the electricity bill on this street must be nuts. You need to befriend their children. Like, those, those are your pals now. That's who you need to be hanging out with. Uh, uh, no? Yes, maybe. Mm, I don't know. I so don't you, know. So you need a bit more? <sighs> yeah, because, like, you're just going to start coming back and, you know what I mean? Oh, start pre how we're living? Nah, well, <laughs> you know, she's, she's good. Ain't yeah. no complaints. But, don't let other people's stupid children infiltrate steady, your mind. Steady, I, I know, I hate you. Because peer pressure is crazy. Like yeah. Thing, so. But um, hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. We are back. A good, honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. Yes. So listen for the first week. My name is False Forever. I'm Mr. Vance. And shout out to the Chrissy Hive. Chrissy Hive. We are one member down this week. Chrissy mm. under the weather. On sick leave. On sick leave. We still, we still need to review it. You know, you come back, you got to... I'm yet to like, you know, yeah, a, call in sick. Yeah, I had a sick in a while, innit? 
Yeah, I'm, got, I'm happy about that. But you got one due. I just know that when it hits, mm. ah, yeah, no, because the last time you was you was proper done. You, yeah, yeah, came out looking malnourished. It was good though, man. <laughs> looking all gaunt. Yeah, slimmers. <laughs> Usually, I fight my illnesses, but like the last little year and a half, anything I feel, I'm like, nah, 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 no, no, no. I'm sick. I'm sick. Yeah, that was me back in the day. It was either I was never ever sick, or when I was a little bit under the weather, I'll just fight for it now. Or I'll just milk the man for I'm like, yeah, man, I'm under the weather, man. Well, yeah, this is the thing, man. Like, and at the moment, like, we're getting our first wave of, like, really cold weather. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't have your wits about you, if you don't have, like, your coat patterned, then it's peak. What are you saying? Black Friday just went, what are you saying? What was that like it in the household? Given, wasn't it wasn't given. given. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you need to, you need to ginger me a bit more. I've seen the Black Friday sales. What, like, you want 70% off? I mean... If they can run it. I mean, I expect that from like certain brands. Like, you know, like if you're the brand that like has 40% off all year round, don't give me 40% off on Black Friday. No, no, no. Let's, let's be like, let's Come on, be let's be guided, innit? Like, I'm, I'm not being unrealistic. If someone wants to give me 70% off, I will absolutely take it. Mm. But some of the stuff I've seen, it just, and it also felt like, of course, this could be just me nitpicking. It felt like you put a little price markup and it took some money off. It still didn't make sense. You know, if it's a sell, I want to really feel like I'm winning here, innit? And I didn't, I wasn't actively looking for anything. Sometimes with sales and reductions, whatever, you end up buying it because, oh yeah, you feel like you make, you're making a saving. But I wasn't looking for anything in the first place. Yeah. I'm spending money that I actually didn't need to spend. So it was more of that. So I, I didn't really look too tough. I looked a little bit, I was like, ah, I'm cool. So there was an infamous like Dior jacket that went viral. Like, <laughs> what are you saying? If it went 70% off, we, <laughs> you copying it? The problem with that jacket's now tarnished. <laughs> what in bis? It's a Dior, Dior. <laughs> <laughs> what a week for Chrissy not to be here. Bro. Oh my days. No, nah, man, that's, we might have to start there, you know, man. Like, even before we was recording, I was thinking, what could we start this podcast playing? Could it be Christian Dior, Dior? Could it be how many drinks? Like, there, there were so many different <laughs> tunes I was thinking we could start this podcast with because. They're going to they're going, DBE songs. Yeah, they're going to be mad DBE weeks songs. We're going to have wonderful conversations, but yeah. every now and then we need to get into the pig pen and roll in the mud. And this is one of those weeks. Yep, it might be for five minutes, it might be for twenty, but we need to roll around a little bit because. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> bro, certain man are in toilets. That nigga munch. That's not munching, bro. That's something else. Ooh. That's like what? you're starving, bro. <laughs> Yeah, starving. Okay, let's start there, yeah. So, if you haven't seen the video, I'll give some context. Yes. A young lady and a young man were at an event, having a wonderful time. Youngest relative, you're being generous. Oh, of course, of course. But I'm trying to set the scene, in yeah, it? I'm trying to enough. be nice. Yeah, yeah. They haven't had a lot of niceness over the last 24, 48 I, hours. I hear so. you. A young lady and a young man were at an event. You know, I see you, you see me. You know, you see me, I see you. And it was in the air in regards to, you know, romance, isn't it? And they decided to go and, you know, show each other how romantically they felt about each other in the toilet cubicle, innit? You know? And the day and age we live in, of course, someone decided to record it and show us. So we get to see live and direct footage, different angles, you know, like, it was insane. That was a real ceiling challenge. We talk about the ceiling challenge. Because <laughs> them man were clinging on like Spider-Man. That I didn't like, though. I, yeah. I, know, I know I'm going to be start, start being too serious, but I'm like, Donnie's are standing on like toilets, 
to get like like hungry like hyenas to get like perfect angles. It was like when Mufasa was clinging on for dear life yeah, on that yeah, cliff. Yeah, yeah. And you know certain men are not at all, so they're hanging on. Bro, they were hanging on, like, the feet are all kicking the door. And this, the the two individuals were unfazed. I still can't. I don't don't know what level of liquored up that is, but I I need to check my wing mirrors because I don't ever want to be that drunk that there's that much noise behind me, flashlights. Bro, a couple man giggles, like, I know certain man, they're heavy-footed, like, you know, stomping around the toilet. Yeah, yeah, like, it's just... And man didn't even flinch. Did not care. But he that's a man that's got his eye on the prize. Eye on the prize. Tunnel vision. Yeah, finger yeah, blasting. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that I enjoy, you know, the beautiful game, innit? And there are certain people that have wonderful, like, he, he's got a good touch. Good technique is, I ain't mad. Nah, pass the ball first. Take a touch. In that setting, there's nothing to pass, bro. <laughs> that is true. Because... The lack of composure I saw, yeah, was like. I also respect the woman that knows what she wants. He's like, ah, oh, suck it. Nah, I'll <laughs> eat it first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm ready to be so unserious. Ah, uh, bro. Like, he tried to hit it with that old school one, like, oh, yeah, oh, just God, do me first. Because then I'm like, she was like, nah, nah. Nah, uh uh. He said, eat it. Bruv, what happened to the no spray, no lay uncle? He was with one of the Dons recording, surely. Or they kicked him out. You know, you just yeah. give man Uncle face front while yeah, I face this front. Yeah, watch the door. <laughs> Mad. Listen, I don't want to be too judgy because we're so all you saying, is, that your, is that your type of vibe? Not type of vibe, what? but like I don't, it doesn't, those things don't surprise me, innit? Mm. At the end of the day, we should never have seen it. For it's us true. To know. It is true. If you were there and you know, you know. It's true. There should be no recorded evidence yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. But now there is, we can laugh at your pain. It's funny because it's not me. <clears throat> Do you know what it is? It's that like, like you said, man, it's just one of those things that we shouldn't have known about it. But the salaciousness of it all, plus on top of the fact that people had spotted rings on both their fingers. Now, what Lord of the Rings? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm the Lord of this ring tonight because... Donnie's face was plastered everywhere. Oh, what was killing me is, at yeah, first. Initially, everyone's cooking her like, oh, this is so bad because you see her front and center. And, but the thing was, like you said about the jacket, that's a very distinctive jacket. That is a super, dis- like that's the jacket that you wear when you want everyone to see you. I'm outside. I'm, let's I'm, I'm at the And shades. Yeah. Like, yeah, you want it to be seen. Yeah, you're seen indeed. Like, because, but, we need to. Maybe I'm not the the messenger for this. Go on. Like, as in, we need to be able to control our liquor a little bit better. But oh, you've never been. Actually, I don't know. No, I ain't never I got to that I point. I don't know. If I'm wasted to the point of no return, yeah, like I'm ordering an Uber. Someone's getting oh, me an slumpy, Uber. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm out. I'm not trying to do things way out of character. Yeah. But this is it, man. You shouldn't have too too much Casamigos and Henny at the Blackie Brunch. At the Blackie Brunch? That's racist. <laughs> it's given Farage. Bro, <laughs> That's given Farage. Brav. That's given Farage. Because every time I saw someone's table, yeah, there was just a lot of shit like that will send the best of us like on our way. 
But I'm not mad at all that stuff. I like I like the carrying I on hear it. and the shenanigans and people having a good time. Now there should be a line. Okay, maybe sp- me speaking for me, I feel like there is a line in it. But like, I'm not going to act like I've never been in public and got a bit hot and heavy with someone that I like. Mm, so, on that PDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that is PDA like 3,000. I don't that, That's not even PDA. That's something else. Yeah, that, you can't call that PDA. Because there's a hygiene issue here, isn't it? In the pissy toilets. Because if you can eat there... You can go to, you know, like you go to like, you know, they say that all oh, the Chinese slaps, but it's one and a half stars. Yeah. You can go there. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. man are eating off the toilet seat. Yeah. Like pissy residue on the beard and that. That's crazy. Yeah. Like man scrubbing the bowl, you know, <laughs> the beard come like Brillo. Oh my God. Fam. It's all a mess, man. It's all a mess, man. And like, I had some people on the ground. Oh, oh, okay. Well, you got roving reporters. <laughs> get messy if you want to get messy, man. It's fine, man. I just heard that that toilet wasn't the place to do that. Oh, okay. It was one of those. To- it was, was just it, a was horrible it- toilet. In comparison, how bad? You know, like when you go to festivals and like you're in one of those like portaloos. Was it on that level of bad or? Probably not because it was like in an old hotel, I think, where the, the, the venue was. Right. But they were just like, it was just frowsy in those toilets. Okay. Someone said that the toilet reeked of fart. Okay. Shout out to your reporters on the ground. <laughs> I love that you got some journalists on the ground giving you that all access. Bruv, I'm like, yeah, like the smell alone would just like what happened to your car? But this is this is probably an example of like, like I said, if we're, if we're doing the Lord of the Rings thing, where both people don't have the opportunity to go to respective places, so it has to happen now, and that's when they got too carried away in it. Like, yeah, because like you know they're pro- probably both in respective relationships. Yeah. So, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it now. But now, things are ruined. But that, you know, it's okay. Even though maybe I'm adding asterisks to my opinion, maybe I'm adding to it by us even talking about it. Yeah, but like I said, I'm not going to act like I'm above talking about it because it's hilarious and it was on the internet. There's a line of like hilarious, and then we'll talk about the other Yeah, yeah for sure. Now, but like, you've taken the videos which I don't like and then sharing them, it shouldn't even got out. Cool. But now we've got everyone out in all these people. Like you know, like this is like the first to like. Oh, we need to know who these people are, innit? Like, we don't really, innit? And yeah, no, we don't. We, we, no, we like, don't need to know who these people are. At the we haven't the seen or heard from Dominic Solari in like a decade plus. Oh, were you saying like the pressure's off? <laughs> he could come out this year. <laughs> it's the big reveal, bro. He can, he can finally walk through, like you know, and that's shit. Because okay, cool. Settings wise, would I encourage you to be doing that outside in public? Because you can actually get in trouble for that. Like you yeah, get put on the sex offenders bro, stuff. yeah, absolutely. Like you get put next to the kiddie fiddlers, all those people, because you're doing stuff outside in public because it's public yeah. decency. Whatever. Now you can't pick up your own child from school. It's mad, but in terms of where we are now as a culture and what people are doing now, yeah, Donnie was a visionary. Maybe not for outside, but like he was ahead of the game. Yeah, but his thing was on the steps. Yeah, outside on New Year's Eve. You get it whilst it's hot. It was cold outside. It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, mate. Uh, I, I feel for everybody. Man, I'm just like, nah. I don't, I don't. I wouldn't want this to mash things up for people. I don't know what, what careers people are in, or just like the, you know, like the getting dragged online, or just having your name kind of rubbed out in the mud. Because some people aren't like that, that visible on the internet. Anyway. Yeah, we all use on, we all use social media to some level, but like some people just kind of skating through and doing whatever they're doing. But now people know you for this thing, innit? Yeah, apparently I don't know this babe, from before, but yeah, apparently the babe um, deleted all social media. Why have you got to do that? 
Every time you open the app, you're seeing yourself. Stand on business. She was sitting. Fair. <laughs> she was sitting on business. She was sitting on business because she I told that to her though. Yeah, she she's leaving with something. Yeah, she's like, I'm <laughs> run away. I'm leaving with something because she told that Don, you put your meat away. Yeah, but you know, get that, to that, eat it. That's also where Donnie's too hungry. Man had his cock out ready, ready, ready. <laughs> she she was like, nah. <laughs> They were saying that he was trying to start a fire with his finger. Yeah, you know, I take, I take some of the stuff back and said about the technique, whatever it is. Like, yeah, he was um, at a certain point very aggressive. I was like, "You're digging for gold, there, bro." Yeah, but you know, she had that water like Tyler. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I've seen. Um, obviously, you don't know what's real social media or not, but I've seen that, that screenshots flying about. Like, like, you know, homegirl is now going to. Um, Report this basically, and that's what we need to be careful as well. Like, none of us are there, so we don't know what's consensual, what's not. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, she's reporting. I'll show you. I'll show you. What? Uh, what the people that did she know? The people that were filming. I don't think she did, and I, and I and I do side of her if that's her angle. I don't think they knew she or they knew they were being filmed. Right. I don't believe so. Peak, bro. Man stares in shock. There's a lot going on, so and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but with like the the extra commentary and obviously everyone sharing it and reposting it here, there, and everywhere, you're saying someone's deleted their socials. It wouldn't shock me if someone has an adverse reaction to that, and it could just be deleting their socials. It could be, you know what, you lot are playing with me, and I'm feeling embarrassed, and I go and do something. But then it implicates the Donny. At that point, we don't care. Like, you're already implicated, isn't it? As in, like, um, saying that she didn't know what was going on and she was intoxicated could yeah. imply that there was no consent in that. And if that's the case, that's an L he's going to have to take, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not going to like, we've not, we're not all grown, we've not been outside. True. And, you know, you've had drunken moments, whatever, but that's what you do have to be careful because you can't always guarantee that and when they see how Hammy was going with the finger blasted. <laughs> that, but I think it's just the it getting going to where it went to online. Yeah. And it, my thing is is there's one thing filming, that's already bad for me, in my opinion. I'm sure people agree as well. There's it also getting out, but it's like, bro, like they shouldn't be doing what they're doing, cool, whatever. But why is everyone so hungry to film it? Like what, yeah. what's there to gain from filming? And do you know what the, the the even more disappointing thing about this thing was, yeah? Was that the age range of the people that were at that event. You're saying they were grown, grown. Grown, grown. You should know better. You should know better. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how, like, how things were um, during the first Afro Nation, right? And, you know, people were filming and those people were rightly so getting cooked and stuff. Like, you know, this isn't isn't something that you should be doing plus sharing. Like, why are you hungry? Like, this is stuff that people do. Um... And if you're going out of your way to film it, yeah, where like it's an it's within a toilet cubicle, yeah, so it's barricaded, like so to go and see that you have to climb. These men were hanging and climbing, and you know, getting footage for what gain? Yeah, it just 
Let's cook your bread in a group chat, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was one of those things where, like, the people that were there knew and that was it, then cool. Or, like, there was, like, I'm not going to diminish the fact that people gossip, yeah. Cool. Even do that. Of course, yeah. But the whole filming thing for us to see, obviously, like, we're laughing about it in terms of, like, from an entertainment standpoint. But if you were being sensible about it, like, it's just, Yeah. You're you're growing in it. Allow it. And I was having a check my brethren. I was um, when one of my friends were and and if, if if that's one of your brethren's as well, if like it was one of his brethren's that were doing it, then bro, it most likely was because only a brethren, that's crazy. It's, it's going to be a friend. The dom- even though we like we should leave my man alone, the whole Dominic Solaire thing. It was his friends that were filming him. That's crazy. And of course, I think <clears throat> obviously then social media um, wasn't what it is now. So maybe like in, innocently not thinking, but like once things just go out, there's like digital. Once it's out, it's out. You can delete off your social once you once it's out. One person grabs it, posts it everywhere, it hits the blogs, all these things. And you this is the low maintenance anything. type of friendships that you claim against women friendships. Nah, man, sorry, bro. Nah, no, no, bro, bro. City boys down by two thousand points. I said two thousand five hundred. <laughs> two thousand five hundred points. As you know, I support. City that. boys are down, bro. Because eating in the cubicle, we have to deal with you there, and the filming thing for me is nuts, man. And if that screenshot is true, and it was that it was you, it was men that was filming. Yeah, like I said, everyone there was grown, grown, innit? Grown, grown. Like I'm seeing no hairlines, grey hairs, like all of that. It just shows you age doesn't always bring wisdom. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't innit? So, yeah, but shout out to the eat to help out community. You know, yeah. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> we needed it back, but not in this way. Yeah, no, no, this, this one, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm full, I'm full. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, bro, they're never going to want to see a Casamigos or a Hennessy bottle if you were in a while. Taking some else, if you were the person or persons running that event, is this good or bad PR for your event? Uh... Not for me. Okay. This is not this is not good PR. Yeah. Like obviously like everyone wants to know now what the event is. Um and I'm just hoping that it doesn't like obviously like it's they're an established business. I know that they've been doing events this year. Right. Uh, I I'm I'm not too like privy on, on you know their past stuff, but I do I've heard of them this year. Yeah. I just hope that it doesn't, for the next one, I hope it doesn't, like, um, entice riffraff. Or the wrong crowd. Or the wrong crowd to come yeah. thinking that this is the type of stuff that goes on. Yeah. Because this is happening on, like, nights out in club toilets. It's, it's not a new thing. People have sex in clubs, in venues. Where, like, these things go on, innit? Yeah. You know, so it's, yep. not, it's not a new thing. not like, oh, my God. Yeah, this, is, this isn't anything new and... You know, you niggas know what sex is, isn't it? Like, there's no, there's no reason for you, man, to start climbing um, up the flipping thing like Harvey in the 21 seconds video. Shout out to Harvey. <laughs> Every lyric could do. Every lyric could rock. Every lyric could say. <laughs> <Hooray>. <laughs> I'll never forget when I was, um, would it be in Finsbury Park? There was one wireless where people were climbing the gates. It reminded me of that. Jumping out of the sky like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Just to, just to, just to get into the venue and that. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, people do that is crazy. Too, so. Like, landing, if you don't land correctly, like, that's your ankles done. Well, no one's landing correctly because no one's been taught how to, and people are licking <laughs> up, all types of substances, balloons. Balloons. Yeah, 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 there's a lot going on. Yeah. 
Just because you didn't want to pay the money. I, I want better for my people. That's that's how I'm gonna end it. I hear it, but like all communities have like like ratchet moments and riffraff and that. Like, bro, this. I ain't this seen is, any other community film this. You've never, bro. I, I coming up. Remember when MTV moved away from showing music videos and they went into like reality TV? We watched Geordie Shaw. Like, yeah, but like, I've seen hella ratchet stuff from different communities. I I feel you. Yeah, but I'm talking about. For me personally, I haven't come across it on social media. I ain't right. seen none of that shit. You, need to, you might need to white up your timeline a little bit. <laughs> Fiat 500. Yeah, yeah, just add some white to your timeline. Mm. Like, little oregano. But uh, do you know what? I don't even want to do the comparison thing either. Yeah, just come on, man. Like, I want, do something. I, like, I want better for my people. The thing I mean. is, if they were a lot younger, I would have maybe provided a bit more grace. Like the excitement levels are still there. That, that I will side you 100% because like you said everyone there is but it just shows you even the big people don't slackness doesn't stop like, bro it, it goes <laughs> they're on they're working they're overworked so yeah. the, the, all the TFL <laughs> workers <laughs> driving trains in that I hear it man you lot stressed yeah, out man the, the, the time to de-stress yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah grab me a little piece of that Casamigos damn man alcohol man I was, I was watching thinking I was watching the video thinking before we got off this like, how horny is too horny and that's, that's on the scale yeah, some some man's. I'm not gonna say. It. Wow, I'm not gonna say. It. Man's editing himself in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to you. I'm being guided. Okay. I respect it. I I, I appreciate you being guided. <laughs> so I'm happy for you that you're being guided. But we started this podcast. You're playing um a little mashup of uh yeah, a bit of the old and the new. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, I don't know if you saw, but this week, um, unknown T announced. His album. Is that dropping on the back end of this month? Yeah, but so Blood Diamond. Yeah. It drops um no, it drops next year. Next year. Twelfth of January. Twelfth of January. But it's something that like I've kind of been looking forward to for quite some time because I know that he's been working on this for a yeah. while. And he's dropped a couple singles. Um I liked his daily duppy. Yeah, he dropped um the the daily duppy. He had um right hand with Nux. That was cold. Yeah, nice little video. They they did well going back to back. And then he dropped Welcome to My Strip not too long ago with um, a name I don't know how to pronounce. Um, he was making me laugh though because um, he was saying, he dropped a video recently where he, um, he basically saying, oh, listen, like, you don't always have to like use big budgets, innit? Like, I borrowed this dog. I borrowed H's Maybach. I was like, bro, some of your resources in, compar- in comparison to other people's resources aren't the same. Of course, use your network around you. But like saying, oh, I didn't use a big budget for this video, but I could go and get a Maybach from H and grab a Husky from someone else, bro. Like you haven't been while you're disposed with it. But I hear, I hear the sentiment. Saving money in it because he lives. Bro. Even the artists, even artists are out here like, you know. It has to make sense because if this song isn't, it's not a guarantee it's gonna go like that. Yeah. Or you've like you've already you know some songs like you might put a snippet out or the song comes out and you promo it and promo like um Heady One Martin so far. Yeah. The promo fit was so crazy that like you could you could almost guarantee it's going to do a certain level. Yeah, yeah. So you go and put a bit more money behind it and you you know I don't know if they did or they didn't, but like you may put more of an effort into the video. It just raises like anticipation a little bit, especially like from his fan base and like just everyone um around that is just watching yeah do you know what i'm saying like so i think 
unknown T like he came out um how many years ago was it now? Fucking five, maybe. Home and B, like it. He ended the game brazy. He entered the game so brazy, and like that was something that, like we ha- we we don't have someone like him. No. So it's like, all right, cool. This guy's quite unique. He's got this amazing flow to me personally, um, and it's hard to stand that natural space because. Everyone's got the same aesthetic. Yeah, and everyone's beat, sort of like the same similar. kind of like cadence and flow, and Story's you know, he's obviously the same. And then he comes in, and you know, it's something that everyone can kind of vibe to that Homer and B. Yeah, do you know is. what I'm saying? We so see him personality, we see him do the was it the JD the Foot Asylum stuff, the date. Yeah, um, if if the shoe fits, if the shoe fits. I've seen him come across quite well in interviews, like yeah, because not all of those people. Give their personality like I'm not saying that has to be the blueprint for everybody, but yeah. it definitely helps, isn't it? And then he had the colours. He did the colours, which was cold. cold. I seen him stepping into the fashion world a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, so there's so many different things that he's managed to do after spending time away. Yeah. That's true as well. He had the the big case. And yeah, the big case, like so peak. it was looking peak for him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and then obviously he bust that, now he's out. He's been working on this album. There's been a lot of talk around like that. It sounded cold and um, adolescence. Obviously, famous sample. Done a nice little flip with him and Digger Digger D, and they were going back to back. I think that was more of like with the original pain is the essence. Like there was a lot of lines that people could spit back. Definitely. This one, it was like they were kind of bar- just barring. Because you can't recreate that formula that we had with the original. Yeah. Like, so they've put their own spin on it. They've made it, they've sped it up a little bit and they're flowing over like their, you know, their usual BPM or whatever it is. And um, I'm not too mad at it. I know that like it is a bona fide classic, especially like to South Londoners. No, more than South London. More, more than, like, obviously it started here. Yeah, of course. And then it's grown to be this, like, amazing thing. No, and sure. um, I did see, like, a lot of critique at the beginning when there was a snippet, oh, we don't need more samples, we need more originality. But it's just part part of the thing, isn't it? Like, when, you, when there's a classic, there's going to be, you're going to be sure to hear someone doing their own flip on it, like, within years to come. Do you know as well? It's like we forget as people that are, if you're listening to this on your same age range, 30 plus, that music is like, might be 15 years ago. Yeah. Around that time period, yeah. 14, 13 years ago. Yeah. So for the generation coming up now, we obviously lived it, they didn't, but that's old school music to them. So I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I, I lean more Bro, to it's like, a, that 15 years ago is the old school to us, to be fair. Of course. But I'm saying, but we lived it where it's yeah, like, yeah, you it's know, true. Like, it's true. For them, it's like, of course they're going to go back because oh, if this everyone looks at this as a reference point, let me go and work with it. I understand why people have an issue and I lean more towards that side as well because like I like classics being left alone. Yeah. But we've been proved wrong at times when we like we spoke about Bel Air yep. and they did a decent job. Yeah. I think what helped them though is they got the stamp and the seal of approval. Having gigs, big, big ride, ride, dubs talking on it. So yeah. um it helped that in it. Like it's not a shit song. It's never going to be better than the original. But the fact but I like that, that the OGs came in and you know gave it that stamp of approval, like, and actually were involved in 
like their vocal is on this new one. Yeah, it's 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 just you know it's acknowledging what this moment was, and that's more than anything. It's just nice, isn't it? One hundred. So I'm 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 like you. I'm not mad at it when it came out <laughs> initially. I'm just like ah, leave the classics alone. But like if anything, in the snippet generation, wait till when you hear the whole thing, and then you can make a full judgment. What did Digger say? He fell out with Ma Dukes when she heard our blast Utes. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna make your mum like look at you differently. Like, oh my baby yeah. shooting niggas. <laughs> like, of course, mum's upset, bro. <laughs> what you just gonna do? Oh my baby, he's a gunman. He's a I'm good. So proud. He's a good kid. No, no, mum's gonna be like, she, you know, you know, that's not everyone might not relate to this, but like people that like your first arrest and like when the disappointment your parents face. Yeah. She's meant to be upset, bro. Yeah, absolutely. She, she didn't raise a gun, man. Yeah. That's not what she wanted for you. She was like, you're a sweet kid. What happened? Yeah, like, you love Nicki Minaj. That's, <laughs> yeah. You remember that video? What, what, happened, what happened to my, what happened happened to to my, my son? son? So, yeah, I'm not like, come on, man. It's a funny line. When I heard that as well, I was like, right. Yeah. What do you expect, man? But now, shouts out to them. Shouts out to, um, to Unknown T. You said that was the 12th of Jan? 12th of Jan, yeah. Um, Blood Diamond is called... Um, like he said, like he's dabbled, dabbled in fashion. So um, even with this front cover, it's very, you know, it's runway. Artistic. You know, I've walked the run- runway. Okay. Kind of. Okay. I'm waiting to hear it, man. No, I just wanted to acknowledge that what we started playing, because the people always ask, like, you know, just to dive in a little bit to the music we play at the start of the podcast. Yeah. So. Do you know what? When when I saw the announcement, I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, there's finally a release date. So, um and I've like just been peeping what he's been doing like over the past year or so. So like, you know, it's... Because um, you can't just keep releasing like this. There. A project has to be coming. Yeah, no, for sure. Like it's it's just one of those ones. And like the track listing is... Um, you got any... 17 songs. Okay. Um, obviously now what they do is that like they'll announce the album and we'll just get set, like we'll just get um, a set amount of tracks. Yeah. The ones that he's released already are on there and everything else is just numbered. Right, okay. So um there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight out of seventeen that like is already out there. You've already heard. So that puts um, a little pressure though, because if if you have eight songs on there, yeah. You've already heard the yeah. the rest have got to be banging. <clears throat> They've got to be banging. So got to be sequenced well for it um, to make Yeah, sense. so I'm I'm hearing that like, you know, he's got like orchestras in and okay, all of these things so like all the big stops. yeah so i'll be looking forward to hearing that that new unknown team man whilst we are doing music um did you see that thing with t on wayne so he looks like he's prepping for a project whether that's ep right mixtape album right he released another song with m24 they've got i think two already prior to this london and knock knock no i haven't heard those yeah, so those are the two songs they got before, and I feel like I feel like they've hit when they've done collaborations, right? Um, and then the most recent one, I've forgotten the name, but the basic snippet drop. I don't know where the conversation started from. I don't know if it's just like generally how we speak about music on the timeline, yeah. And people kind of critiquing because like oh another drill, and like it was like kind of obvious lines. Oh, okay. So he obviously responded, and I like that he responded, yeah, because I'm like, you know, <coughs> what was he saying? It's just good to hear from artists, and I'll, I'll I'll find some what he said, yeah, which I think was hilarious, yeah. Um, how many Afro swing artists or millionaires will have something to show from it apart from your bring it back tweets? God. Let me do both and enjoy my life. If you like, actually have a fuck or gave a fuck, I'm, I'm assuming he's saying, um, I would have never dropped Keisha Becky and never went back. Yeah. Um, NSC is still thriving, but it's not because of UK. Look at how many hits they um, gave you. They deserve more. It's true. This is the one that made me laugh though. 
I see Twitter dissing someone's best performing song on their album the other day. You lot are useless. You made me think Corbin would win. <laughs> that, that, that was hilarious because the mood on online can make you think a certain way, but in real, in, in real life, you know, like, I think it was more the critique of we want to have more Afro swing to Young Wayne, but Afro swing didn't necessarily give him the big chain and the watches in the house. You had to build up to be able to do the drill, but in terms of his biggest moments, in terms of numbers and... He built foundation. Shows, I think, like... <sighs> It's 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 difficult because obviously like we would come here and we would discuss music and we would critique and then we would give praise. But I don't think we're unfair in our genuine critique, well, right? His last album was it Green with Envy? It didn't hit for me. Yeah. Because you tried I, to have the balance in that and it didn't work. Yeah, so like I haven't always seen him as a someone that can make projects because for me, they haven't hit. Like, and that's not to say that, like, he hasn't seen success because, like, if there's, like, one or two songs that, um, you know, has gone out of here, then I guess, like, he and whoever is responsible for his career or his situation are laughing, right? Oh, no, he's, he's a single-driven driven Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, the last song that I heard from him was the Amen one with Nines. And that was cool. That was cool. Do you know what I'm saying? The video was cool. You know, they went to each other's ends. Do you know what I mean? Um, Harsden and and Edmonton. But I've never looked at Tion for a project, right? But I feel like within his rant, yeah, he is well within his rights. I think like that artists and... Anyone that necessarily like, you know, creates content for, for, for the masses, yeah. They just need to stick to their guns and, and don't follow what the timeline says. Obviously, you can scan through and kind of connect with your genuine fans. Yeah. But if you're going to listen to every opinion, it's going to warp, you know, your trajectory, like your artistic journey and, and things of that nature. So, you know, he has to stick with what is making him successful. No, of course. I think the only problem if I give any um, leeway to the people critiquing is that it becomes very formulaic. Mm-hmm. So we're going to hear from, from you for a bit and then you might go and link back up with Russ. And, I, and I'm, it wouldn't shock me if in the next 12 months he's got another song with Russ. Because it's worked. You go back in. Again, N24. This is their third time linking up. Yeah. For me, the other two have worked. So I do understand it. But um, also your drill in a certain way, when you're that successful, it starts getting a bit more detached from the street. Do you know that, like, not that you should care about that because it's about money, shows, and it's more about the sound yeah. and necessarily the content and the lifestyle around it. Yeah. But the kids that, that are maybe running to, like, the street blogs for, like, the new artists, that's, like, the nanking he did last week he's talking about. Yeah. They really care about that. Yours is more of, like, you and Russ with, like, dance moves and good packaging are making drill almost pop. But then, do you know what it is as well, yeah? Because, like, a particular movement or a scene is making noise, yeah. it kind of, online anyway, it kind of drowns out the people that are championing another sound and then it makes it seem like that thing doesn't exist anymore. Especially, yeah. like, to the artists. So they're like, all right, cool. Like, you know, Afro Swing propelled me to a certain point. And then they always attribute the success to the money, which is where 
sometimes it compromises the actual art. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, man. And there's a lot of non-music people in music positions. <laughs> so, music, is a, music is a business, though, isn't it? So yeah. you're going to get that. I'll, whilst we're saying that, I, do, I will give him credit, though. On that Green is en- Green with Envy album, I think it's called, he's got a song with Six Lack. Yeah. I think called Spend a Bag. Right. And that gave me that vibe of Afro Swing. I'm like, it's there, isn't it? But, and that's someone, that's an artist from across the pond that can do that. And he probably isn't going to get that feature if he isn't going and getting the big, big success like numbers-wise and in his real space. Whatever. And they had collaborated before with that single with uh, Manny Norte. True, actually. True. Yeah. So maybe the link's built from there. So. Yeah. Like, I'm not mad at him. It's, you know, it's, it's a tough balancing act. You can't serve two masters. It's very hard. I think as well, because he's now so big in regards to his success, what, he would, what it would take for him to dip his toe back into that is obviously the relationship at NSG because mm-hmm. they, they, they exist in that space. But more artists need to do that music for it to start popping and making sense. And then the bigger acts, it's not the, it's not the nicest thing to hear, yeah. but the bigger, bigger acts will come back in and do that again because it's popping again. And he's clearly someone who, if a sound is popping like with Drill, he will jump on it. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not mad at him. I do understand because you know it's always like it's a nostalgia thing, isn't it? The time period of like the apartment parties and the A girls and the, the F boys or the uni race because the whole mm-hmm, uni circuit mm-hmm, was a big mm-hmm, thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Kenny All Star was out there. You had Afro B. Like they all, they all a lot of them, Mr. Silver, a lot of them came up together in that space. But like that was for that time period. People do have to grow. Um, unless you did have the make Afro Afro swing great again show. Yeah, and, and that looked dope, but. The sad thing about that is they're doing what they're doing. A lot of those other acts aren't making music to the same capacity or level they are. So if they want to, if they want that sound to keep like, that genre and that space to grow, people have to do the music. Innit? Everyone is just in a rat race to be able to go out and do shows in big venues. People want to pay the bills, isn't it? This is like where the rush is coming from. And like, it's almost as if like, you know, they're forgetting to make the music that they actually want to make sometimes. Sometimes, like, you can hear it that, like, mm, they haven't really put their foot in this. Like, they're just doing this because it's what's currently selling the most or streaming the most and things of that nature. If anything, like, Afro Swing is more radio-friendly than Drill is. Definitely, it is. However... But it's, it's also hard for Afro Swing to penetrate because Afro Beats is so big. Yeah. Because it's, people might not like it. It's a slightly watered down, you know. Yeah. But, you know, there were gems that, like, if people were to keep at it and elevate, then, you know, it can, it, it had the test of time to do. I don't stuff. think it had the test of time. It wasn't around long enough for, say, had the test of time. Or, like, I, well, I mean, like, it, it had the potential to, go on for longer yeah um but you know that's a an, another debate yeah, of in course, itself of course, of course. i only brought just more because i was like oh we didn't speak about it last week it was on the dock and i was just like whilst we're talking about music <laughs> and, and stuff i was like you know what, let me let me just because i just it, it became bigger because of how he responded yeah and i just liked it because i'm like i like the community was saying about not listening to the timeline too much he basically wasn't planning was like listen how many people from this space have you seen be, be that successful and i, I, I love anybody. it you don't have an example so if this thing is working, how can you tell me if I can do all these things with my people? Like, say Huss. Huss to a degree, but there's still a, a big element of rap and yeah, yeah. different sounds. But yeah, no, yeah. That's, that is an argument. I'll, but, I'll that's a, that. but that's like someone that's 
super into music with music people working yeah. on his album. Yeah, so... So he aligned yeah, himself no, that, with the right people. That's a good example. Huss is probably one of the, the better examples, but I don't know what genre he like, we give Huss solely. I think he sits in a few Yeah, and obviously, like, um, other elements that, like... So someone like Kojo Funds, like, he was one of the leaders in that, within that. Um, yeah, but your, your op is, when your op is yeah. your house, you're so like, you're it, it, it divides like the consumer and then even though funds was making good music people were like eh, yeah because of their loyalties to you know an artist that you know they just love i will say that that, that time period of when kojo funds and jay hustle were making like Love songs to each other because these these weren't this songs. These were love songs they're making to each other. Arriba, arriba. Like, I was like, yeah, you two are like this is because this is street shit. Yeah, but with in a different setting. Like when he dropped my nine, Kojo fans like did. <laughs> yes, the Sonic sound great and it sounds like sweet. But what man's actually talking it about? Ain't, it ain't sweet, bro. It ain't sweet. It ain't sweet. You know, warning people were raving to these songs. Yeah, like so. Who we'll does anything as long as it makes us like move our feet? Not yeah, you're yeah. not listening properly, innit? So, um, but yeah, now nah, shouts out to everyone out there, man, doing their thing, man. I feel like as well, like I feel like we've even changed how we speak about music compared to when we first started. Yeah, off the cuff by nature and off the cuff by name as well. We probably just be like, ah, shit. Now I'm actually a bit more measured, innit? Sometimes something's just blatantly shit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I have to get my hate off. And something's not even hate; it's just this is dead, innit? <laughs> yeah. But to what you're saying, it's like. Bro, you can't listen to everything that's out there and sometimes it might not be for me. Yeah, because like simple. sometimes like, you know, listening to too many opinions will stunt your growth. Yeah, it definitely will. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like at the end of the day, like everyone's on their own personal journey and artists are people too, innit? And individuals and they have their goals and objectives and, you know, they may have things that they want to do when they get into the studio, but then they'll hop on timeline for a week and it would just completely change their minds. Bro, I want to pay my mom's bills and you don't talk about hey, lily, lily. I want to pay these bills. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a house and you know what I'm saying? Oh, bring my Afro swing. Allow me, man. <laughs> Speaking of Afro swing, um, Young Bane surprises us with a brand new mixtape out of nowhere. It? I haven't because I was looking for it earlier this morning and I couldn't find it. I was annoyed because I, I see him announce that... Um, like you, like when you saw it, it's coming out. It's going to be on SoundCloud. Exclusively on SoundCloud and YouTube. And I was like, right, this Durban London, you guys will crumble. <laughs> but he hasn't been with them for a minute. Yeah. But this is me just doing my conspiracy theory thing. I'm thinking, is the release affected by whatever's gone on or is going on over there? Because I don't know if that's all the way figured out and done yet. Because yeah. if it is, why isn't the music out? Because like you said, I, I couldn't find it on SoundCloud. I've seen little videos here and there on YouTube. I want to listen to it in sequence properly I don't want to just listen to it bitty and yeah I mean um, the only other thing that I can think of is a, a clearance thing okay that might be it it could be that um, simple but again we won't know until do you know what I'm saying like you know I knew he wasn't I, done he wasn't retired he wasn't going wasn't gonna to stop making music he's sitting on a lot of music do you know what I'm saying one of my closest friends has a ton of music with him okay so it's like is that ever going to see the light of day? Because it's still good enough to put out, but he's just not within that space yet. So there's no album, even though he's spoken about an album before, but then you've got the mixtape now. And the one 
that stood out um, is the Back to Black song featuring Amy Winehouse and Gunner. I heard he lied to us though. I heard Gunner is not, it's not Gunner. I heard his dog is called Gunner. Oh, <laughs> swear down! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not listening to it. So I haven't, I, I haven't I heard I can't anything. Speak to how good or bad the project is, I'm just speaking about all the stuff around it, it coming out and being happy that he's back. But my friend, I was, I was, I was working today, so like they listened to him, like it's not Gunner on the on the album. So he's not lying to us. It is Gunner, but it's not the Gunner we thought. Right, right, right. And when I saw right. that, I was like, right, what? I was like, what does that? Like, I, I want to see what this sounds like, innit? And like, this is not the first time that he's been on a song with. Um, someone from a rapper from the states, yeah, and it's not the first time Gunner has Gunner was on um Broken Homes with Nate Smalls and um M Huntro. Very true, very true. Um, you know, he's on the song with Roddy Rich and Chip. So was that all the uh, the plug compilation? The plug stuff? compilation yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like I, I don't know in it, but. I like Young Bane. I think he's cold. I think I think he's cold. He, he had or and still has, if he wants it, a very high ceiling in regards to success. We had obviously Rihanna. I'm like, okay, cool. And I think um, Nicky brought him out, and I'm like, okay, cool. We actually have someone like Bonafide Starboy. He had his. And, he and, had his. Um, what'd you call it? His his own show. His ho- his first headline show or major headline show in Brixton a few years ago. Yeah. And I thought the girls like him. He still at the time was appealing to the streets, but then that stuff happened in his own ends, and yeah. that kind of tarnished stuff a little bit. And from from a street perspective, yeah, especially, so it yeah, starts messing you up. And then, um, like a few artists, like some we might speak about A two because he released a project as well. I just, it just, there's just something that happened or happens over at Disturbing London with artists that I really like that I was fucking with from that like SoundCloud and before they start getting to a certain level and they go over there and it just doesn't work out. We've got the quarantine tape. Which I really enjoy. Really good tape. Minus Charlie Sloth. My, all over oh, it. listen, remove uh, him. We got a really good verse from G Fresh on Rubbish, I think it is. Yeah. So I was just like, the boy's got something. It's, it's, kind, it's kind of like his to either like seal the deal with and go all the way or throw away. I still feel like regardless how much artists we have out here, how many, how many artists we love, he's still got a lane that for whatever reason, we still fuck with him. Because I saw so many, so many people excited when he's like out of the blue. He's releasing music. I think there was some billboards like a week or two ago, but I missed them. Someone messaged me like, "Raw, no, my man's was like teasing a comeback," and then I saw on social media projects coming out. Right, right, right. So like, and like to what you said as well. If you know people around him, there's a ton of music there. So, bro, come back, man. I don't think yeah. the story's done. Yeah, um, I think the whole situation um, kind of like left a bit of taste in his mouth from a from a personal perspective. Okay. Where he was just like, yeah, I'm done for a little bit. So I think like that's where a lot of like, you know, the retirement talk may have come from. I just don't retire, man. They're like, if it's like within you to, and this is like your livelihood and, you know, you haven't quite yet hit the belly, like less, like he's got money, but, you know, some artists just have that, innate drive to just never leave the studio and also when you see your peers like okay cool like we love the especially if you think you're better than them uh is it any minute now the tape with um dbe young yes Bane. yes classic like, for you me you see where what they're doing well you're probably setting your house again like i should be i'm there. just as you know 
Um, you know, he could have the thought that like I'm more talented or just as. There's a reason why they collabed with you. There's yeah. a reason, and there's a reason why you collabed with them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. But like, look at what they've gone on to do, and I'm sure going to do as well different levels. Like, bro, come back. That's, and I'm happy he's back. So I'm going to listen to it properly. Hopefully, by the time this is out, um, we'll get it on some streaming platforms. If because I've still got a SoundCloud account, I know some people don't. Yeah, same. Not, that's not I listened to Quarantine today actually on SoundCloud. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you know what? I was looking for he's the looking tape, for and then he's like, "I'm here." <laughs> I can't find it, and this is there, so I had to listen to it on on that. Well, I could I could have switched over to to, to Apple Music. Is there. there? I'm here, but it, I was so. just like, "I'm here." I'm I'm working out as well, so like I I just left it running. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Like I I, I look forward to hearing what he's on on this tape. Yeah, I'm gonna, and if any of our listeners have checked it out, use the hashtag Off the Cuff Pod. Let us know your opinions. I'm sure by the time you lot do that, I'll listen to it as well properly. So, 100, 100, 100. Check it out. We can switch our conversation a little bit, though. Um, <laughs> it's a shame Chris is not here. I needed an opinion for this. But, yeah. Um, I think last week we were speaking about Nella Rose. Yeah. Bigging her up and that. And um, <sighs> it always happens either Tuesday night or Wednesday between the podcast coming out after we've recorded, yeah. Something big always happens, isn't it? Yeah. And um, so she's on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Um, and the first thing was this issue with. Fred from First Dates. Is the guy's name? Fred? Yes, yeah. from First Dates, yeah. So they're having an interaction and he's basically saying to her, listen, like, I could be your dad, innit? I'm old enough to be your dad. Yeah. An expression that I've heard many times. Come we've, from, we've all heard it. From our backgrounds. It's yeah. nothing, yeah. in my opinion, that serious. Of course, you don't want to negate people's grief because she's lost parents. And a lot of people felt, and I, and I feel like a little bit, she took it a way she didn't need to take it. Yeah, 100. But I'm saying no negate people's grief, so that might mean me negating, but um, it almost, with all, and we'll add a Nigel Farage conversation in a second, started making her a villain of the piece. Someone that we really want to see do well on the show because this could be a big deal for her and like magnify it to a new audience. But we were like, talking about last week, we were talking about Congolese women's brand being in the mud. And then, <laughs> Congo, Congo. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, man, like I'm not here to police anyone's grief, right? Because it, it is a real thing. But I can still... Two things can be true. That's the safest. That's the get out of jail. I mean, just my opinion, isn't it? Like, it may not be anyone else's POV, but I just thought that, like, um, the fact that she had the opportunity to sleep on it and was even worse. She doubled down. She doubled down. <laughs> it was like, okay... um. I think like a level of discernment needs to be implemented just because like you need to know where you're at as well. Obviously feel your feels and speak out. But if we're universally saying like maybe could have handled it a different way because like he didn't actually say what she was saying that he said. Do you know what I'm saying? Did 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 I misrepresent what he said? It's like, don't talk about my dad like you weirdo. That's not what you said. Maybe she just got triggered and just heard dad and like, like you black out and not hear everything. It's I, true, I can, maybe, I can, possibly, possibly. I can resonate with being angry and like maybe not communicating my thoughts properly or like, yeah, no, no, just no. because I have a trigger and I'm just Absolutely, like, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and ITV, I think they did still play a part in. Well, shit edit. Yeah, like just letting people dump on her. Okay. You need because a villain though. It's, it's good. It's good for the TV because you now do. you've got someone for people to like give you the do. challenges more to. And obviously, like because like this is someone that's like you know that we claim. Yeah. 
we want her protected a little bit better. So should we, how do you look from like the community point of view? Should we just close right? Because we know how hard it is for black women in society, darker skinned black women, uh, plus size women as well. Yep. Should we just close rank and go, you know what? Regardless of whatever I said, just support her. Um, you know, I think like there was I think it was quite balanced in like the fact that people was people were calling her out that like, you know, she may have went OTT, but they were still rallying around her. They weren't like saying, Oh yeah, like this is it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was just like, rah, we should be able to do that. Yeah. But some of the comments were disgusting and this is where the support this is where we should rally around her because like people started to you know talk about her appearance and this that and the other number one like they're in a fucking jungle they're not going to be done up do you know what i'm saying like it's not that kind of vibe and number two the discourse that she had or the argument the disagreement that she had with fred does not mean that we should start you know um dishing out slurs right that's how social media works when we're watching shows, which is shit. But obviously, we know when it is when we have an and we need to, to and and like, you know every every now and again we get that realization again. Like, oh, this is the Britain that we live in. This is the this true. is the Great Britain that we it's live true. in. We, we've got a London bias. Sometimes we forget like the rest of the country doesn't look like London. Yeah, like, and London is actually London. At, you know, regardless of like you know how infiltrated it is with with us. And certain parts of London will remind you, bro, that you're. Bro. Yeah, you're not you're a long way from home. Yeah. Like even like, you know, people that we rub shoulders with may have these views. Just not as just not as loud. The like ceasefire protest. Union Jack Twitter. No, Union Jack safe. St. George's Cross. Yeah. When that when that starts waving, that, that brings out a different side of one hundred. One hundred, one hundred. So, um, so I'm going to answer the question I was asking you. I understand I don't understand if if it all stand on business, close rank. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes it can be dangerous because you give people a, a full sense of reality, and, I'm, and I could be reaching here, but I feel like some of that reaction can stem from an age thing and the way in which we interact on social media. We're like, I said what I said. Yeah, movement. yeah. And if yeah. you also add the fact that someone is, if I'm correct, I could be wrong. So correct me if I'm wrong. But like we've watched them from university till now, have always been in, in a creative space doing content. There's a certain like, unfortunately like colloquy we have when we go into the office and we work in corporate spaces and like not not saying um, being a creative isn't professional but professional in like the traditional sense yeah? yeah yeah where you have to go and interact with your colleagues but you might not really enjoy it but you know how to communicate and navigate certain spaces yeah when you haven't had to really come up like that you may react to certain things in a certain way and it yeah. might not apply here for Nella <clears throat> but I looked at it I'm like maybe that's some of it a little bit as well and also the spaces you kind of thrive in YouTube this is different because you're in a jungle, it's TV. You're around a lot of people who have been on TV for a long time period. You're also, I know what I'm like when I'm hungry and I'm angry. Being hangry is a lot, you know. So in I don't a jungle. Like, like, you know, the settings you're in are catered to you because you're Nella on a set, YouTube, question, like that. All this stuff is is catered to you. You're in a different setting now where you're around and amongst equally as, if not more famous people, older people. It can be a lot. Yeah, and this is going to obviously be a learning curve for her. Yeah. Because obviously, like, she's stepping into, like, the mainstream now, where, like, this is a television broadcast. You're going to get a different type of audience than, you know, the shows that she's managed to thrive in. Yeah. So, um, 
I guess like she hasn't necessarily been on a show of this magnitude before. Um, Cause this is like classic. It's become classic um, British reality television. Is this good casting? Um, it's, it was probably done in order to boost the ratings. I can't lie to you. And get engagement on social media. Get engagement on social media. This is like, this is what these corporations are, are actually looking for. Also, so, it's just the times we're in. Yeah. You can't so, ignore the influencer space. So like, if we, um, it's, it's, it's a way to kind of like boost ratings and have people watching. Younger and audience. A younger audience they're trying to appease to as well. And they're also, trying to keep the conversation constantly going, having um, the use of the hashtag, like, you know, um, rolling throughout the entire day. Because, like, I remember when that thing actually happened, that incident happened, and it was just being spoken about for literally, like, days on end. They did the milk out. We're only speaking about it today because... It happened after we recorded. Yeah, yeah, no, what, yeah, one hundred percent, man. Like, and obviously, like, you know, sometimes the timing is off, but you know, it's she's still in there. They're 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 still in there. From from what I've seen and people saying, they've made up now. So it's like it's not even that deep. But ITV failed to show that part. Of course. So peak editing. Yeah, ain't good TV, bro. Yeah, I mean, we've seen disagreements on reality TV from ITV, and we've also seen. The, the makeup Right The making up Do you know what I'm saying Like and You know it, It's clear to see That she was clearly triggered By that entire topic And Other things that she was mentioning As well That was pissing her off So when you're already Pissed off with someone And then someone Then brings up this Triggering Type of You know Conversation Yeah For the You know At the person at hand then, you know, watching that scene as well, like he's far away, he's got his back turned, she's over there and, you know, he's saying it in a way where she may have felt like this is condescending and, you know, maybe she felt that like Donnie was trying to assert himself in that position where, Older you know, can, they, can be condescending. They can be condescending, can be, so you I'm know, not, not um, because like that's the first thing that they say when they're being condescending, I could be your dad or I could be your mum. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, we'll shoot her some bells. She's quite young. You know, it's her first time within this space. I do hear what you're saying, especially like, you know, a lot of the stuff that I see on social media, like, you know, no one can tell me how to feel, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it can warp people's brains. Yeah. Where they don't know how to like, you know, assert themselves and like, you know, really allow themselves to have an objective view mm. but hey man it is what it is it happened um it didn't help that the person that she had a little dust up with is like my man who's quite loved silver oh Fox. bro like he's he's, he's loved he's loved he's, he's like a national hero like, he's like a national darling sorry so it's like yeah he could have picked someone else and then and he apologized as well and he, he explained so that's where so a lot of the push, well, yeah. yeah, that's where a lot of the pushback comes from. It's like, right, he stood in front of you. He was like, I was unaware that I have offended you, blah, blah, blah. I was only saying that, you know, I'm a 51-year-old man and, you know, how she was speaking to him, are you stupid, blah, 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 you weirdo. All of these things, it could have 
she could have done without. My little cousin's gone chat to me. I'm a big man for you, bro. It's like, we know these things, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you, you, yeah, even like now, like me being a lot older than her, I wouldn't speak to someone, you know, 20, 30 years, you know, my senior, like in, in that way, unless like they were being really offensive. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so hey man. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to stretch apart. And it was funny though that like um, her interaction with Nigel Farage, you you would expect it to be a worse interaction. Actually, wasn't that bad. That was hilarious, isn't it? And then I think that's what like it gave people more reason to get onto her. But I feel like if we'll get off this. Like people start stretching the conversation from like certain section of the community, maybe not supporting her, and then other people then. Like making a villain of the piece, like this, she's like this. I'm seeing publications, so I've never seen this before. Going and doing a roving report thing on the street, asking questions. Oh, um, general daily, daily Mail doing Vox Pops. Yeah, the general public talking about it as if like she moved like Homegirl on Big Brother, Roxanne, the actress, when she claimed my man hit her. Like, yeah, what she? It's not that bad, bro. It's like Roxanne, Roxanne. It's mad, bro. So yeah, man. but then this is uh, a classic case of this is my. This might be. This is why some people go. They don't want people from our community on certain shows because we have the dialogue all the time about how women black women get represented on love island or certain shows so it's like you know but we should be we should be allowed to exist in the mainstream as well it's just navigating in it so yeah it's it's all about navigating and you know um like i said man shouts to nella she's gonna she's gonna take this hopefully and you know look back reflect and she's gonna grow from it and i hope that she goes far in the show i hope as well because she's fine in, in the space she's already in. She dominates there. Um, yeah, uh, man. She's like, she's... That's what I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk to you. Even I was going to get off this year. This falls being false. Whilst I'm speaking third person. Um, some people were getting on to her castmates that she does like content with. Her or co-workers. Not, or not speaking out. Or not coming to her. Because obviously like, you know, you get the you get vocal black women on the internet and I get it. Which I understand. They with being like yeah. marginalised. <laughs> And they're supporting her and other black women are content creators, but like, where was young Philly and Conan and Harry Panero and Chunks, etc., and all these other people? Why have they not spoken out? Um that's a fair question. I think in terms of like when you're dealing with like um adversity and and you know, a lot of people jumping at someone that you say that you hold dear to you unfortunately like you're in a public space so there's going to be that level of expectation sometimes right yeah i do feel like people were going overboard with it right but i do understand those questions because usually when things like this happen the men are on mute and it's the women are always propelling themselves like to the point where they they're the ones that are showing the real solidarity but it's gonna sound harsh. Sometimes they don't have a bit to. Of that, a little bit of that can be performative as well. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. One hundred that can be performative. One hundred percent. In the grand scheme of things, she's going to be fine. It's just a shit side of being on that on mainstream television. To our point earlier, London bias. We're actually very small comparison to the rest of the country. You know, I do get it, but just because you see people doing content together doesn't mean that as close as maybe they present. Because presenting close actually helps the content grow. Oh my sis, my bro. So we like, we 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 really get invested in what they're doing, but. They might not be that close. I do hear people though, because I think I reckon if it was chunks on there, young Philly would watch every hour. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Every hour, every and like, run. Um, the clip that I saw where he was explaining himself, it, it just didn't 
It's cap. It was. It like, wasn't presented. You've seen like, it. Do you know what like, it is? I don't watch the show, but I've seen it. Yeah. Like, yes, you're successful, but not only successful are the busy ones in it. Like, other people are also fucking not, busy Also, in it's it. your brethren, so it's going to come across your news desk. I reckon it's one of two things. He doesn't want to comment on it um, just to avoid it, or he might actually think she's moving a bit mad and doesn't want to throw under the bus. Yeah. So if that's the, if, let's say it is the latter, it's probably better he doesn't speak because then it's magnified out. Even young Philly doesn't agree with her. But then you don't have to say that. You can chat to her when you when she's home. Of course, of course, of course. But you can still like you know how you say like you know you're going to defend your person even when they're wrong oh, yeah, in front yeah, of yeah, like yeah, publicly, yeah. but like you know. Also, don't disgrace me. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Like. No, you're right. I've said that. I've got to stand in it. Yes. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things where, like, I think sometimes the expectation is going to come from the people that love to come out and call people out. It's just where we're at now. That's it's not it, really going to affect Philly and Chunks and, you know, them man like Harry Pinero, Kona. Like, the Conan thing is a reach. Yeah, like you've seen them hang out once or twice. <laughs> like, like, behave. Be, <laughs> behave. <laughs> so let's, let's not get crazy. Yeah. I hear what you're trying to do. Like, and I like it for the conversation. Yeah, man. And like, you know, it's just, I think people were just a, a lot more hopeful because ITV were trying to appease to the young audience and them man have the young audience in a chokehold. So, it would have been nice to kind of like sway their young minds and opinions away from the attack of Nella. Yeah. That could have helped. And, you know, a, a way to move forward, like, it's just by saying like, you know, um, you don't even have to say anything mad. Like, I stand with Nella, like, you know, lay off Nella or, you know, just things of that nature. Yeah. But, it is what it is. he it's was like, yeah, I ain't even got time to see my own family. Yeah, nah, yeah. bro, that's shit, shit excuse, he was lying, but, I hear it bro Nice try innit? What I do find hilarious About that whole space though Is like And something I've been conscious of It's like Have you ever like Sat down and be like What does my audience Actually look like And do I want that audience You know like Sometimes you see People that we Maybe have aspired To be in the space they're in We actually look at like When they maybe make a foot wrong Or They all doesn't agree with them You look at like It's all these Like Young kids Teenagers Maybe not from our background And You know that football Every Twitter That side of in cell maybe a Jace. Yeah. And if you don't rock with how they perceive you, their like biases and isms and schisms jump out. Those things almost like they 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 grate on me a little bit because I'm like, would I even want that audience? No, I I'm I'm one hundred percent with you. Um and, like, and that's the shit side of doing this thing is like, so what are you left with? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but look, man, they're all going to be all right. No, I think, be fine, yeah. I think she has the opportunity to start winning people over, and I think that she is slowly doing so. Like you know, really showing the positive sides of her personality a lot more. Yeah, on the television, I've seen like a few clips. Like I said, I don't watch the show, but I, every now and again, I see some of the clips that just happen to appear on a timeline, um, and. I saw a clip of Marvin from formerly of JLS talking about, um, you know, when he first met his missus, Rochelle Humes. Oh, I see that. My man said they had one night to make it happen. They made it happen. They made it happen. 
Yeah. That's romanced it. Was romanced. It New York, I think he said. I feel like yeah, she, like she, she, had, she had to. Work. Yeah, she had to. She was going on tour over there, yeah. and then he's going on tour over here. So, like, you know, that that one night only. And they, and they conceived. Mm. That. That's, that's, that's all it takes, man. A couple strokes, and you know, you've done the job. Just make sure you've got swimmers. Hey, go and check your swimmers, man. Go check your swimmers, man. Well, I've watched many in Hollywood filming that the, the overbearing mother in law. She's not getting pregnant. She's not getting pregnant. This time it's just the son. Yeah, check your son. Yeah, so it's nuts, man. What else was in agenda, man, before we move on to. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, that's what it was. So, good announcement. So, the Brits is coming up soon. Yeah. And they've added an R&B award. Yeah. Um, long overdue. And I feel like the last couple of years we've been, I would say champion R&B. We've been speaking more and more about R&B just because there's been so much good R&B that's come out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, let me see what the, the tweet actually was. Um, so Brits 2024 trophy is here designed by visual artist and painter Rachel Jones. Shouts to her. Um, so there's a new trophy looking trophy. Looks quite cool actually. Um, New for 2024. This is a tweet from the Brits. Um, we've introduced an R&B genre award this year. There will be 10 nominees for Artist of the Year and International Artist of the Year. So essentially, like, I'm not sure if it's going to necessarily... I break down for you, actually. Yeah, go on. So it says the Brit Awards today announced a new addition to the genre awards categories which were first introduced in 2022. Yeah. In 2024, R&B will be one of five genre awards, along with alternative, slash rock, dance, pop, and hip-hop, slash grime, slash rap. Jesus. Ensuring a visibility for UK R&B artists at the Brit Awards, with the five genre awards collectively showcasing the tremendous versatility, creativity, and diverse musical style of styles of British music. Eligibility for the R&B award will cover a 24-month period as opposed to the usual 12 months to ensure that artists that release music in those two years qualify and are eligible. A bit of me don't like that, but I hear it because you've overlooked that space for a while, so let's double back. But So there was a quote as well from Yolanda Brown, OBE, and she's like she holds a chair over there. Um, she says, British music is special. The secret ingredient is its rich diversity of genre-bending sounds created by the most eclectic artists of all backgrounds. It was this that prompted the Brit Awards to introduce genre-based awards in 2022, and we are delighted to continue this with the addition of the new standalone R&B category to join the four other genres that we'll celebrate in 2024. Um, our best wishes to all artists who are eligible. Now, this is where it gets a bit tricky. Yeah. So we don't necessarily like know the fine the confinements of um being eligible to yeah. be nominated for this award, which like R and B is something that isn't necessarily propelled to the forefront, but there are a lot of people that are doing the work that aren't necessarily championed. So it'll be interesting to see who is classed as R and B when the nominations are finally announced. I think they're just purely based off like people that maybe are also putting bums on seats. Yeah. Cleo Soul will be uh, 
one hundred percent. If that name is missed, then if if throw she's the whole, ignored, then throw the whole thing away. yeah, like you haven't you haven't um, taken it seriously because it's not just the music; it's the fact that she she has been doing sold out shows and um, we're starting to see like um, recognition from outside of the UK. For sure, for sure. So like she's definitely flying the flag for like British R&B and soul. So, you know, to, to, to have her ignored and plus she just gave us two projects back to back. So. I'm just interested to see who they nominate to your point. Yeah. So this is like, I, I don't think it's over. The, this conversation is over. I think it's just like one of those things where we'll have to wait and see. But I do see some pending outrage once the nominees are announced. You know, it's like just want to see if they get it right. Step in the right direction. I would like them to hit it out of the park straight away. I highly doubt they will. So like I said, we'll probably revisit the conversation when the, the actual announcement nominations, the nominees, sorry, come out for that. Category. But I just, I'm just interested to speak about that. I feel like, okay, that's that's big. Maybe yeah. I recognize it being big, but like this is big because you know we saw back in the day, um, homeboy Craig David, he snubbed, he snubbed. Historically, yeah. it was like five nominations. Yeah, he only left the UK. It was never the same since. And, and you know that went like triple, quadruple platinum. Yeah, you know. So and that's that's R. I know. Yes, he's his foundations in garage, but that's R and B. A lot of R&B. That album, yeah, and you know it. It it's like. It's held as a, a British R&B classic album. Facts. British music altogether, like he just merged things with a very strong R&B undertone throughout the theme of the album. So yeah. like, um, yeah, man, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, and I hope it shines a lot more light on the R&B scene in the UK at the moment. It should do. Like, because I, it's I quite healthy, well, like, in my opinion. If they do get the, the actual category correct, it will give more hope to the artists in that space who are feeling overlooked. Yeah. Because like I said, it is a step in the right direction. And we always have this battle. I feel like it's, we just draw a line in the sand. All these award shows that we claim that don't matter and don't mean anything to us, we look for validation from them and they do matter because it just is what it is. So yeah, we've got to be in it to win it. So let's get in it, in it. So, yeah. 100. Um, I think the music heavy this week and there's been some, uh, like after that, that Diddy announcement, I feel like within a week we got Jimmy Iovine, um, uh, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Fox, Aaron Hall. Whatever they say, did he did? He did. He did that shit. Yeah, he did that. Some shit. of the clips I'm seeing from him from old interviews, I'm like, you're talking crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's all there. Like, all you need to do is just pay attention, which I don't think people were doing back then. No, I think they were, but it just was the culture. Yeah. Because you can't act like you, you want to wear like grown men are having children with having kids with children that are 16, but 17. The thing is, is that like we need to also take into account that social media has played a big hand in getting people out of here because it's constant noise from the consumer. Whereas like back in the early 90s, as far as like Aaron Hall is concerned, a lot of people... um we're listening to music just in, in jest without actually knowing the the inner details because there was no one really like out there exposing it in a way where like, you know, we can get detailed things. No, I mean, and also it was a, 
Social media is like closing up. There was a bigger gap between us and celebrity back then. Yeah. Like, and, and there was traditional it's the level of mystique. Like magazines, TV, radio. If you're only coming around when it's time to sell, sell something like an album and in between that you disappear and we don't really see you out and about, stories kind of die down. And also if that was the culture, a lot of people probably get silenced where you're not going to get a job, you're not going to work. And if all the, um, yeah, like, the powerhouses have men and women that agree with this behaviour. Especially in print journalism. Like yeah. I'm not going to, like if... The label has the power to like shut down anything that's like been written about them in a salacious way. They will do that. So you know, someone can come on social media. Like, who's going to silence you, really? Yeah, you can't silence every person. They can they can say what they want to say. But yeah, I only brought it up because like there's been an update. So Didi's now stepped down from his role at Revolt. Didi has stepped down as his role um, as chairman of Revolt. Yeah, um, I'm hearing that it's temporary, but I'm not sure. No, they're probably waiting for the dust to settle. Yeah, like, because there's other lawsuits <laughs> that's been, you know... It's not going to go away. Like, it's not. I was having this argument with my friend who was like, he's got so much peas. I was like, I, I was like, the damage is done so bad, you're just going to see the snowball effects. How far, or what we look at as damage, like, is it going to affect his lifestyle? It probably will, because I think the point I was making the other week was that, like, someone that wants to be front and centre, you're going to have to cower now, and that now also will look as, like, an admission of guilt. It, he'd have to be a tough bastard to come out and just act like nothing's happened. Yeah, man. And, and I want some of you, man, to stop the niggotry in it. Jesus like, Christ. you're doing Diddy Defence League when, like, bro, it's just too much. Like, just, yeah. I'd rather you say nothing at all. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Someone did say, though, that, um, Brazy, but that, um, if Jamie Foxx's victim is black, he definitely did it. Okay. Because he likes milk, innit? That's the best. That was the allegation. So they're like, God. Because he was, he had good favour. And also, because this thing is so shit, there's going to be some stuff that's going to, it's going to slip through the net because there are probably going to be so many names coming out. And he's saying that he's not settling for shit. And that's, and that's the point I was making. I'm not mad at that because if you aren't guilty, why pay, innit? You know? He's looking to countersuit. He said it's it's not the first time that this person has tried. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, then fight it. So he was like, I'm willing to... Take it so he said he doesn't care how much it's going to cost. More power to it, man. So... So if he's innocent, then yeah, go on. Like, take go that on. shit out of my name. Go and get your innocence proven, innit? So, yeah. But yeah, I feel like... To, you're, you're, you're making a really good point about like how the Me Too movement hadn't really penetrated um, hip-hop, rap, etc. Or just the music industry in general. Good choice of words. Um, at, Jesus Christ. Um... um but now it's going to be like a day of reckoning because it's like a really big fish to catch. Yeah. And we're just going to keep seeing these things coming up. And He's as big as they come though, yeah. Diddy. So it's like, if we can get him, yeah, none of you man are safe. We can get anybody. Yeah. So, so um, I, listen, man. But Aaron Hall. Hey, they did that. Jail, get, yeah. Get them. Yeah, bro. Just take that, take that. It's coming, man. It's like, yeah. Certain man are going, guys. Russell Simmons, wherever you are, stay there. In bro. Bali, stay there. Because Donnie was really with Kumura Lee and he was like, I think he was like 17. And he was in his mid to late 30s. Bro, when she's up doing video vixen with Usher, who's her age mate at the time, that makes sense. But then she's going home to a grown-up. Yeah, it was nuts. And that's what's mad to me. I think that's your point about, I keep saying your point, but the social media thing is, that was in plain sight. But... The people that were putting two and two together, connecting the dots, where are they going to scream this? 
or they agree. Or it's always culturally for them, yep. it's not a big deal. It's At like, the time, a lot of that was happening, and it was like almost a part of society until yeah. a certain generation came up and said, "Wait, hang on, what?" Yeah, culture shifts in it, and sometimes we're good, sometimes we're bad. I think on this end, it's good because it's like. I think that was also the point I think we didn't touch on with the whole Diddy Cassie thing was um, we need to also be looking at these age gaps. I think we've spoken before about like oh, how old or young you date, like that cliche conversation. It's also at points in life, like someone 31, for me, shouldn't be, a teen, shouldn't be anywhere near a teenager. Mm-hmm. Even if that teenager is 19, about to be 20, the next day you meet them. Yeah, it's just you're just at different places in life. Like, what are the what are the convos about? Yeah. So, and the power dynamic, and then when you add for like those two specific examples, Russell Simmons and and um, Diddy, those are two powerful men in music. Um, and did Cassie's career benefit from it from being with Diddy? One could argue it didn't. It probably hurt her more than it helped her. Yeah, because one album from a ten album deal is crazy. Her best music wasn't even with him, it was with Ryan Leslie. But under his imprint. Yeah. So he took her from someone that would probably had like, obviously, RLS didn't necessarily have the visibility to take her where Diddy could at the time. Yeah. Like, so if, you know, for whatever other reason, they would have went with another label, maybe it could have worked out in both their favour. But does this make us... It'd be interesting to know how, how old Ryan Leslie was at the time as well. Because if she was young when she got a Diddy... Yeah, because Ryan Leslie's not... Um, he's also not a young man. Because he was dating her first, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's, it's all a mess, isn't it? So we'll, I'm sure there'll be more developments and unfortunately we'll probably have to revisit certain conversations. Ryan Leslie's life went... Musical life went to tatters. Not really, um, you know? Maybe not in the limelight, but I've seen so many things where he, he spoke about like... Um, He's good. Go direct to consumer and actually like really getting paid off music because he knew his actual, like in different cities, different countries, who his core hundred or thousand fans were. And he went directly to them. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of a lot more artists are doing that because you can do that even if it's just like two thousand people buying your shit. Yeah, you're making a lot more than you would if the label then, were to put your hands on it. That time. <laughs> when you lose the laptop with all of your production, that's where that's what I meant. Where like it kind of you know, went a bit pear-shaped, but like, for me, he's got incredible music in the tuck. So, um, you know, shouts to, shouts to, to Arles. Oh man, I, I feel like uh, we should definitely touch on some music we've been listening to before we actually get out of here. Um, something else. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to, um, let's do music and we'll do the Spotify um, the the listeners um, feedback I was slammed in disturbing London earlier another person from a, that disturbing London roster I didn't stay there too long A2 yeah from the seven side he released another project um, he's a bit of an enigma always has been I think that's part of his thing as well um, are you bored as I am are you as bored as I am this is latest release EP project wherever you want I enjoyed it. it it's it's Quintessential A2. Yep. The type of beats I expect to hear him on, subject matter, just the mood and the vibe. Also, the time of year, it's good to drop. Yeah. This is, his music is, it doesn't always give summer vibes like that. 
it's definitely all um winter yeah like sort of like it's getting dark kind of vibes yeah. um he listen man like a2 is someone that like i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm his biggest fan i have seen him live yeah. and um he has at the Coco, he did a good job, man. Yeah, you went to a, you he, went to the one. He did a, yeah, did a good job. Octavian was hot that day. Abridgin was trying to run around and get Octavian signed. Like you know, that day, I was like, his thing's different, man. That's where you would have thought that, like, all right, cool, man. Disturbing London have Bane and they have A two. And he's had notes. You can't fuck this up, especially at that time. But somehow, somehow you know, um, one feature M Huncho. Good feature. Yes. Um, and yeah, man, it's like eight songs, 23 minutes on the Them Versus Us imprint. So Was I there think anything particular that stood out? Sorry to cut you that. Like song, a song or songs that stood out to you, be like, okay, these, if I was to ever, if I was to direct someone to this project, I'd be like, this is what you should listen to. First. So the dream for me. Yeah. Um, you can see what I was listening to on the way here. Yeah, I saw you um, post NTP. Uh, the other day, I'm not sure if it was today or yesterday or or one of those days. Last, last night, um, but yeah, man, this is something that because it's 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 eight songs, but it's also quite short. You can kind of get through it. So, like, I would implore anyone to kind of like just listen to it. Yeah. Um, and this is something that A two fans will love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, you know, if you're not too familiar with him, it is something to check out. Um, sure. I think he's I think he's wavy But you know There's a lot of things Behind the scenes That may have stopped His Trajectory Like in a way That he was supposed I feel to like Everyone's not meant to be as, as big as other people And I feel like Because they don't like You they know They might not want it They might not want it I keep calling him Enigma He might not even like me saying that He might not want that Because If he drops um, Says I've got a show tomorrow He has fans that will run To go to his show tomorrow 100% However big or small The venue is Whatever they're looking for In terms of numbers they will feel it. It's just like how others view him. It's like how he looks at himself. Some other people may not think that he's there yet, but he feels like he's there yet. And then yeah. that's where the conflict comes. And he's like, bunny establishment kind of thing. I've heard some, some wild rumors about certain <coughs> big, big international acts that wanted to work with him and get into right and stuff. Yep. So like, yep. there are people in the right rooms that recognize who my man is, you know, yeah. They want to tap into that source. And I think yeah. he knows it as well. So, you know, someone that when they know they're sick. But there's the, fin- the, the there's that fine line between like, you know, being recognized that you're talented and then being recognized as like you're ready to be propelled there. That's the thing as well. That's the thing. Are you ready to be marketed? Yeah. Because you know? that's like, are you that's willing to, you know, because sometimes there's artists that aren't allowed to be 100% themselves when other hands are in the pot. Yeah. Also, some, some artists, it's actually to your benefit for you not to be 100% yourself. Because if we re- really knew, knew you, we might not like you. This is another thing, like, you know, difficult to work with or blah, blah, blah. Like, when people are... Interesting political views. Yeah. Like, you know, people will label you with these things and it and it could hurt you. Yeah. But, you know... It, it it depends on how you look at her as well. So um But I enjoyed the project and I think you did as well and yeah. I did, I did, I really did. So you think um, a Skeptis thing? Skeptis thing, um Skeptis tape with um Ryder, forty eight hours EP. Um 
Ryder was doing like, um, you know, a bunch of instrumentals and putting Skepta's old vocals. I see a lot of that on on, um, on TikTok. A lot of stuff from like the DVD era, Risky Rose, yeah, Practice Hours. Like there's that Mar- Mr. Meridian crew. I think they've got, I think it's a Risky Rose freestyle. I don't know, I can't, I always forgot what the instrumental was behind it, but someone like put a different instrument behind it and it sounds so wavy. Yeah, so this is what Ryder was doing and then it kind of like garnered a lot of attention, which eventually um, fell, you know, in, in Skepta's view yeah. and he reached out to him and then they locked in and then they made this. I think that's cold. Super cold. Um, All Alone is the one that I've seen that's been going yeah. around like, you know, on a viral um, type thing and... Um, you know, Skepta's got a 16 on there where he's being a, um, a lot more vulnerable. You know, just speaking about certain things. Like, it's a short EP. 12 minutes, five songs, um, two original songs, and then you've got the hashtag SkeptaCore, part one, part two, and part three. They're all Skepta's old um, vocals on, you know, Rider Beats. And Dre Six is on um, track one and two. So, um Skepta's like on this crazy type of rollout, you know, with the mass Tiempo stuff. Um, they got, got, got he just announced a, a festival next year in July, uh, which he announced yesterday. It's going to be in um, Crystal Palace, I think. Yeah, coming to South. Um, so, I enjoyed the tape. Um, obviously, I've heard a lot of those bars already as well, so I did feel a little bit conflicted. But and but then looking. I could be wrong, looking and seeing the um, information at the bottom of the project saying like, who it's signed to. It might just be a money grab as well, and I'm not mad at that. Big Smoke Records. You know, so um, you know like, go and get some under exclusive well, license to, like, to Epic. I've heard at least two of the tracks on there, I've heard a lot of those bars already. Yeah. But also, if How You Met Ryder was him putting his instrumentals behind your classic material. Just a fan. Like, it's just kind of just playing day. off that, innit? Yeah, so. yeah. So, just, you know... Um, I'm not mad at like old content being repackaged in a new, fresh way. Because it's just an EP. It's like not like I'm really trying to do anything too, too crazy with this. So it's like, yeah, and you're giving a young producer a chance as well. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So like, we don't know if like an album is coming and he can get um, a few placements on the album. Yeah, you want to tap into it. That's one thing he's always been good at. I remember my little rant about Skepta always being twenty one because he always finds a way to tap into new energy. Whether it's bringing Krepton Conan on tour. Linking up with AJ Tracy, AJ Tracy early, his relationship with Chip, you know, like he's always, and in fashion, like, that's a, and it's good as well, that's a big man, but it's like, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't feel like an aged rapper, like how some, some men feel. And I think that is the way to kind of go about things because it, it maintains um, a level of like lost youth within like what you're trying to present. And it's not to say that he's not grown up. Yeah. Um, no, it's you know. not Peter Panting, but yeah, it's yeah. More like, but like, it's like it still feels fresh every time I see it. Yeah, and like I think that Money a lot of the other man. artists, a lot of the other artists that were probably like um, listening to him growing up, are probably like you know super thankful to him to kind of like you know be around and because he's like an all round type of artist because he produces. He started producing and he's DJing, which is what he's thriving off now with Jammer. Yeah. With the Mass Tiempo stuff, and then he's also barring still. I still feel like they need to prove themselves a little bit in that space, though. What? Um, DJ stuff. Obviously, I've got house heads around me who are like, they snob house heads a little bit, but I, I always understand. Because you know, it's when you're, it's like the celeb podcaster, you're going to get elevated because of who you are. 
in the space, but like, if you're afforded the opportunity to do it, why not? No, I'm not mad at it. Go and also go and collect the bag. And if I've seen like they put um, my bro Drew and works with Kitty Amore, who's a big yeah. DJ. Yeah, I've seen them put her on their lineup. So like, you're pulling up the right people. So if you're doing that, and you're elevating certain people who who need it. Then I'm not mad at it as well. But like personally for him, yeah, you know, um, like we spoke about Young Bay and he's got the song. Like I don't know if it's an Amy Winehouse feature or like flipping one of her songs. Yeah, there's certain cheat codes you can use in it. Skepta released um, well, Mass Kemper released a. Uh, their own song. Um, like he's the he's Amy the first art, he's the first artist to have been cleared to to do an Amy Winehouse type of thing. Yeah. Um. So, hey man. Um. Whether it's a cheat code or not, if you didn't have the vision to do it, you didn't in it. And no, he's got and he's all friends because he started as a DJ. Yeah. So it's not like a like a culture vulture thing. But I just know in that space. They love their music, innit? And who's they to say really that? Their music. And who's to say? Uh, and and I know that you know because he's been associated with grime and rap for so long. Who's to say that this is not what he enjoys? Oh, oh you're you're right. Just because we are, look at our certain way doesn't mean that like you know they're just one dimensional. So we'll see. I even even you saying that's funny. I think um there's an interview Jammer and Mister Mister Jam Mister Jam yeah, and they they're both saying that like. I don't think they've clocked that. Like, we're not here to MC. They keep putting the mic on stage for them to like. No, no, it's not for us to. We're not going to go back to back. Yeah, we're here we're, to DJ. We're here to DJ. If you get on the mic, it's more just the vibes of the crowd, lightly, but it's more about the sounds and. And if they're getting a big bag and they're bringing other people in, bro. I'm coming from a space where man were paying subs to go on radio. I'm not mad at them at all, but I think there just is another perspective as well because I know it's like for us in our space if you have certain people that just kind of dip their toe in the water or come. From like another walk of life, another sound. 20 years later, and I remember when I first heard Grime and Jammer was in and around all of that. Yeah. So to see them man like still doing stuff in a different type of way, I think there's there's something to commend from that. No, you need to evolve. Yeah. You so, need to evolve, you know. So, and, 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 and when there is... Um, that big grime dance again. One thing about them, like they'll show up. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> if they, if they, if they're not the ones hosting, they'll show up. Yeah, so I'm like, um, I have no doubt in that. So I'm happy now. I just, I just remember, I just brought that because I, I did was speak to one of my friends about that, and they were like, they've been out, and you know, it's, it's, it's some people still feel like it's not all the way solid yet, but you gotta find your feet there, innit? And I think they will. So, um, but you know, I enjoyed, the, I enjoyed Skeptic's tape. Yeah, and listening to an artist called Fee Gonzalez. Yep. He's been signed by Potter Paper. He's imprint. He's trying to bring his mandem through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoy this tape. He's always, he's like, one of those people that has like, he fucks with different styles and sound and stuff. Um, there's times he might do rap, rap. And I remember one time he was trying to pro- promo music and call himself the UK Little Way. And I think that was more for like trolling and shock of shock, yeah. shock factor to get people to listen to his music. But it's uh, Too Great to Hate, um, which is about 13 songs. It's only just, just over half an hour. And I like it, man. You can hear the young Fugger influence a little bit. He's even got a song called Fugger Said. Okay. Um, and I think if you want to get to know him a little bit more, he's got a recent interview with Amaru Don TV, ADTV. Okay. Um, and if you've got time for I that. like his look, content. Yeah, he's got decent content. You can go and sit down and maybe you might um, get to know Fee better. But um, yeah, I feel like he's got something there. And I think this is called Free Six Delay. Well, I see, um, shout out to Krista Capo. Shout out to Krista Capo. He's doing a lot of work with Link Up with Control Room and, 
and going to the events. Um, so yeah, man, it's um, it's a good tape. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of UK music over the last like week and a half. So I'm I'll check it out. Um, I listened to Odile's new album, Thoughts I Never Said. It was out last week. Um, came out last week. Um, it's a good. It's bro. He's cold. It's like for me. He kind of like in certain ways, it, it reminds me of a Brent Fires. Okay. What I'm gonna say may come across as hate. Wow, wow. Because don't preface the hate, bro. Just when I listen to Odell, I'm like, this is how Brent Fires thinks he sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, obviously Brent is the bigger artist and. Yeah. You know, he's got like a massive fan base. I think he's still in, in, in London. Everyone's in London. I see K Camp was in London. Everyone's in London, man. K Camp? Yeah. Wow. And then after the bitch K Camp is kind of cold. I can't yeah. lie. Um, but yeah, Odile, um, it's short. Nine songs, thoughts I never said. I think um, this is a good tape as well, man. So um, if you've got an opportunity to check that out, then check that out. I will do. What did you think of um, Kanye West? He dropped the song Vultures with Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. It sounds quite good, actually. It does. The line jumps out though. Um, how can I be anti-Semitic? My bitch is Jewish. At this point, like Kanye, you're gonna get like some sort of shock value from him in so- like in some stage. I was almost like you're Kanye West, but you're a little bit above that, just because I'm like. Don't use the central um, C angle. How can I be homophobic? My bitches. When I heard that, that's what I thought of straight away. I was like, you're just you're just flipping that line. And also, because of your issues with that community, you're going for the shock value thing again. It's like, because they tried to drag Chris Brown because he was dancing along when the song came out. And then he said, I ain't Christian, I ain't Muslim, I'm Pyru. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um. Kanye doesn't necessarily surprise me in some of the stuff that he says. So, um, it is what it is. I think it is what it is. And I think that over the last number of years, he's going to have a line or two where, you know. Kanye's just going to be Kanye. Kanye is just going to be Kanye. I just hope that the music is good. Um, I think the. The other day we were celebrating ten years of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yes, For me, right. one of the, the you know greatest albums that we've ever seen in in the genre. So, um, and even just all round that I've heard, it's beautifully put together, and you know, just a masterpiece in my opinion. So, um, it's been a long ten years for him in terms of like what we got thereafter. Um, there was a lot of um and ahhing because obviously yeah. with Jesus and you know he then became a Kardashian and <laughs> all of these kind of things which kind of like affected his perception and, and he was focusing on becoming this fashion designer as well yeah. so um, you know I'm always whenever Kanye drops I'm always going to listen to whatever he, he whatever product that he has to put out He's got enough credit in the bank of us when it comes to music. We're like, he's got more than enough. Yeah. So, um, so again, pairing up to do this double project with um, Ty Dollar Sign, 
I'm gonna run to that. Yeah, I want. I want to see what that sounds like. Like that wasn't a pairing I'd have put together for a project. Yeah, I mean, definitely a couple of songs here and there, but like, yeah, they've they've um they've got that chemistry. So why not? Yeah, real friends for me was was cold. That's Pete Carney. That's like he gives me family business vibes. That you know, that's the kind of be fed in love with, isn't it? Yeah, like, and you know, um, and then you've got uh, a musician in Ty Dolla Sign that's gonna always like come in with input, not only just focused on the vocal, but like in other areas. So, yeah, hey man, I'm not mad at it. No, no, it was just that, it was just that line. I was like, ah, oh, come on, Kanye, but I was like, hey man, it's if there's one person that's gonna get away with it, it's my man. And that just kind of is what it is because he's got enough good credit in the bank, like I said, when it comes to music. Really, so big facts. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm at kind of at with music. Um, I know you're gonna go listen to, listen to feedback. We I ain't got time to really touch on what we're watching, but I will say the Crown season two. Oh, with um the the Princess Diana story uh, with Dodie and that. Yeah, the the casting for Mohammed Al Fayed, cold. The person they've got playing him. Super, super cold. Okay. That person, that actor's done their job and, yeah, smashed it. I will say, though, um, critique-wise, obviously, you've got King Charles now. It would have shocked me if you've had to go and, you know, consult whether it's the royal family directly or, you know, the people around them, the handlers. They did a good job of making him look good and cleaning it up in season two. Because he was, Prince Charles was always villain of the piece when it came to the whole Diana story in it. So. Is it an American production or is it a British? I know that there's obviously British actors there, but like, there's like, I'm is it sure. American produced? If it's American produced, that might nullify my point a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just like, they put, there was a lot of blame put on, in my opinion, when you watch it, on Mohammed Al-Fayed. Okay. Because it's like, the the angle is that he was pushing Dodi a, a lot to get with Diana. Right. Um, because it also was kind of helps with him trying to get his citizenship and just, you know, it's like, you know, I'm this big dog in Britain. Um, um, and I think even the day of the crash, I don't know if it's true to the story, but how it's played out in The Crown is she was trying to actually come home to come and see the boys, I think like after summer holiday, whatever. But he was adamant, like, no, we need to go to Paris, we need to go here. And the dad was like, no, keep her there. And he was, he had a babe before that the dad, Proper dinner, like, and he wanted right, to bash. Right, So, um, I saw like a small clip of them in that yacht, and then like the, uh, the paparazzi with like one big fuck off lens. Oh, that, <laughs> which, crazy. that lens was crazy. Lens want, yeah, we need yeah, yeah, one of those lenses out of the cuff, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's got that. He's like, my watch the YouTube. I was like, I need that yeah, lens. Yeah, that lens was. <laughs> we need three lens, of them things. Even when they, um, the reenactment of them getting chased in the street by the paparazzi in Paris, yeah, I'm just like, even if this is true exactly to the point of how it happened, it's, it is so hard to watch. I'm like, how is this your job, bro? You've got two people on a motorbike, one driving, the other person trying to get as many shots as possible of the moving car. And that. Like, this, is, this isn't a way to live. Of course, we want the high life and the trappings that come with being a celebrity. Bro, we famous, did journalism, bro. We know that these men, especially back then. Different, yeah. How, like, the, the pictures, like, that they were... Taken, yeah, and how much they were selling it for? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. And the don that got the initial picture of um, Dodie and Diana on the yacht, he would have yeah, cake, 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 cake. Especially like if they caught like some real juicy stuff. A little, little, little 
cheeky peck. Mm. Hand around the lower back. Should have been like them donsies, donnies in the toilets. No, that's that's too much. <laughs> if they did that, they would have sold that for a hundred bags. If they did that, the queen would off herself, bro. That's that's crazy. <laughs> what the prince, princess of Wales, legs up in the air. No, 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 don't do that. Tesla doors no, and don't that. Don't do that, man. She's not here, man. Oh yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, I know. It was everyone so involved. Good. Ain't you? I binge watch everything quickly. Okay, I just, I just flew through it. So, um, uh, yeah, I haven't. Um, yeah, do you know what? I haven't watched The Crown as a whole. So that's why, like, I haven't oh, necessarily okay. ran to it. Okay. I haven't seen any of the no, other series. Time in the winter. When we're in the house more, yeah, across the holiday season, yeah, it's 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 like an an easy watch in regards to. Of course, you know a lot of the story. So, do you know what? Yeah, because my 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 parents were really invested at the time. Yeah, back in like ninety six, ninety seven, and stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna fling it on and get my mom to watch it. She, I know she's gonna be. Our running commentary is gonna be hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. You might have to get you might have to get a set of voice notes out for the pod. <laughs> I wanna hear it. It's gonna be crazy, man. But um yeah, um I think there's a couple movies out that I wanna see. Napoleon being okay. one of them with um Joaquin Phoenix. Cold actor. It's a Ridley Scott production. Um so Cold. you know. I wanna watch that. Beyonce the Renaissance film thing is out this weekend. Okay. I've been seeing that she's been getting a bit of flack from some people online because it's being screened in Israel. Yeah. Um, but they also said that it's sub- subject to change. So I don't know if she's going to currently go through it, but I she's don't gonna, know. She's going to bust case on that, man. It is what it is. It's not right, but it just is what it is. Great tour, man. I'm going to go check it out. I want to watch it because I, I didn't get a chance to um, go to the show because I had to fly out. Yeah. Remote. I doubt we're going to sit down to watch it, but I'll find a way to watch it. Yeah, probably someone will have a leak. You got listener questions? Uh, Feedback, sorry. Yeah, interactions. I think we missed a few. Um, I think last week and the week before, isn't it? Yes. So I'll start with Muscle Mommy. Uh, Angie says, My bad, Chrissy, you have humans. No, have you humans ever considered having a listener as a guest? In brackets, correct me if it's been done. My memory is poor. In uppercase, when is the live show? And yes, I will not rest until we get one. Shouts to Angie for uh, applying pressure. I will cut for some slack. You'll be resting soon, Angie, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should be. Yeah, you'll be resting soon. Let's just say that. Um. But yeah, keep on listening, man. Keep showing support. We love that. Star Baddie says, love the episode, gang. I actually never knew that Steve Harvey wasn't Laurie's biological father. I guess that's why she's so pretty. Jesus. <laughs> what does Steve do for that Wow. Show? Lots of respect for Steve, but his genes would have spoiled the stew. <laughs> you know what? Fair play, man. Fair play, Fair man. Play. Shout out to Star Baddie. Uh... Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, Amifa M. I've been waiting all week to hear Foles' review of the 50 Cent concert. I can't believe he didn't go. He let the RNAs down. Can't believe you let Nas down. Listen, we will fall short of God's glory from time to time. Forgive me, man. <laughs> um, E2. E2 says, not saying Cruella was right, but reviving David Cameron to the front bench shows how neck deep in shit the Tory party really are in. 
It's going to be an eye-opening 12 months until general election. I agree. Yeah, I'm sad, but I agree. Very true. Um, Ousu Joss says, great episode, gang. It's crazy how we're going to how we're going to talk about Diddy two weeks in a row now for his foolishness. KMT, put him under the gel, please. And Chrissy, we know that Mary Mary track, classic fire emoji. Shouts to Owusu Joss. Um, Radio Cool Sun says, I have to disagree with you, foes. You guys, like some others, do have range, but I have understood the cost of loaning these people your platform to capitalize off. It isn't worth it. Oh, is that in regards to the Pastor Toby conversation? I baby? believe so, yeah. Nineties baby. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you feel we have the rage in it. So, mm, shouts to Radio Cool Sun. Your faith in us. I hope we don't let you down. <laughs> That's pressure, bro. Yeah, because you let the RNAs down. So, but I'm going to sometimes you got to sprinkle some disappointment in that. I've been spoiling you lot with my, <laughs> with my consistency. No, nah, but you've been screaming that 50s your goat. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> people yeah, expected that. Yeah, tell me, yeah, cost liver crisis, man. <laughs> I got a niece and nephew. What the fuck are you talking about, man? I hear it. Um, I didn't lean on no one. I should have leaned on someone to get a ticket to the show, really. Um, French. He also sent in one, but it was flagged. <laughs> but I'm going to read it anyway. I love the ones that are flagged. Nah, you guys have did it again. This episode is great. How can Foles say one last rank before going? <laughs> <laughs> I nearly screamed in front of the fam. Shouts to I was shouts interested in like where people are listening to because um, listen to the podcast because the days, all the times that we say brazy things yeah, and you're around the wrong set of people and they don't know the context. It must be thinking, what the fuck are these lot talking about? Yeah, it's true. Um, all right, so I've moved on to um, Square Root of Hate featuring Derek Hawusu. Shouts to Derek. Shout out to Derek for last week. Um, Mr. T, he says, I know we ain't getting to heaven based on how much popular pop cultural knowledge we bear, but this Derek guy is taking the piss. <laughs> Who is her? <laughs> Jay-Z cheated. Sounding like my mum, man. That <laughs> yeah, was funny, yeah. Because I, I shout out to Derek here because I did prep him. In his defence, yeah, maybe it was a little too last minute. I did give this him all our talking doing, points. By the way. Yeah, so, so you can put the, you can sp- put the spotlight on me. I did give him all our talking points maybe about 24 hours before. Um, everybody isn't maybe up to date or well versed on certain things. Yeah. I feel like, I swear to you, if we didn't have the podcast, some things I genuinely wouldn't engage with. Yeah. There are certain things like, I might see them, but I might not dig any deeper and have an opinion. I just... I'm so like, ah, so. so what you're saying you were, were the voice of the streets? Maybe. I hope so. I hear it. You look um, and confirm if we are, we are. Yeah, for real. Life of Bodge. Derek is definitely a baggy jean hip hop historian. I can't believe a man from UK under 40 is talking about Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised he didn't mention KRS1 and Chuck D. Um, yeah, fair enough. Shouts to Life of Bodge. That's funny. Um, Nas. I don't know if this is the Nazir Jones, but oh, like, shout out, man. <laughs> you saying letting Nas down? Yeah, yeah don't do that. Um, I really wanted the title to be "Show Us Your Party Trick." Okay. I need to listen back to. Yeah, I need to get that reference. To get, to we had a, we had a few things that could have been the the um, episode, the title, title. Of the episode. Sorry, so. Um, Lavette, she actually just um, um put this in just like about an hour ago. It's cheaper to get a, a Norton subscription or any similar VPN app and pirate all the shows slash movies. Shouts to um, our IT con- correspondent. I 
Appreciate your help, man. Yeah, man. So um, that's all the comments for now um, in our last episode, Square Root of Hate. Keep them coming in as usual. We love reading it out to you guys and continue to support, man. Um, it's been a great year. So, yeah. No, I love all the feedback, man. Absolutely. Not too much on Derek, don't it? Not too much on Derek, man. Run these jokes in. If they're funny, send them in. Find the funnies. <laughs> if they're funny, send them in, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, Van. Shout yes. out Chrissy. She's, uh, I hope she's getting that good rest and we'll see her next week. Chrissy Hive. I think she'll probably be mad, she'll be mad invigorated with best sass and energy next week. Cause I don't know if I'm ready, but. Yeah, so like she's 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 probably, um, you know, loading as as we say, yeah. you know, in the incubator. She's getting herself, you know, ready for next week. So yeah, we can't wait. No, we can't wait to see her. But um, use the hashtag, guys. Yes, off the cuff pod. Get involved in the conversation. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>